Braylon Allen is going to prove he is one of the best running backs in the country this season. Let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Badger fans? Welcome to Locked On Badgers. I'm your host, Ryan Herrings. We're talking running backs today. I uh, really do appreciate everybody tuning in. Let's bring Justin in on the show, continue our, our previews here. Uh, I'll see if I can get you lined up here right. There it is. There we go. There we go. Um, we're talking running back previews. So, Justin, really quickly, before we do, we did quarterback previews with Rajiv yesterday. What are your quarterback grades? Yeah, I told you we were talking about this offline. I, I put us at a B-plus and an A in the future. Um, B-plus this year, I think the only really thing I can knock is – Locke doesn't have a lot of actual in-game experience. And I think that really what would turn that is if, hey, if you had a guy that had started a few games and looked competent in the games that he started, I think that you would look at it and say, this is an A. I mean, Mordecai has a chance to be a stud. And I think Locke showed a lot in the spring. It's just you you don't really know what's going to happen until he sees the bullets fly for real in, a, in an actual game. And I think he'll actually get some of that this year. I think they're going to find ways, if we get up big in games, unlike the previous staff, I see him getting put in in the mid-third quarter or late-third quarter in games that we're, we have salted away. We're up 28 and just being like, let's get this guy some reps. We're going to need him next year. We need some experience for him so that he's not going in clean or, you know, with nothing next year. Yeah, we had a similar take on that as well. The inexperience behind Mordecai is a little worrisome, but mm-hmm. we like what's there potentially. All right, let's talk running backs. Um, let's just start with the depth chart here. Everybody knows you have Braylon, you got Chez. And then you have Jackson Aker, Acker, sorry, who's a sophomore, Nate White coming in as a freshman, Katie Akimeli, redshirt freshman. Um, we're going to start this off just like the quarterback show. Start with big picture grades for this season and for the upcoming years. Then we're going to get into breaking <laughs> down. Justin, uh, what's your running back grade for this season? In all honesty, I'm going to say it's probably a B minus. And I say this because, and, and I'll, let me explain. So low. Let me explain. We are top heavy on this. I think that you, if you look at, if you're looking at it outside with just Braylon and Chez, it's an A. But if we have one injury, things get really uncomfortable very quick for Wisconsin, and that's what I don't like because we don't really have anybody behind that they can look at and be like, "Yeah, this guy can give me 20 carries, and I feel good about it in a game." Like, there's nobody that's like, not like previous Wisconsin teams where you had that third guy who looked like he was just waiting in the wings to go. We don't have that guy this season. If somebody gets hurt, if Malusi gets hurt again, you suddenly have Braylon where you may have to run him into the ground because you don't have somebody behind him that you feel can be a competent backup. And that's where my fear is. And that's the only reason it's that low is that I don't love what we're dealing with if something is not perfect this year. Um, Going into the future, I'll be honest. I like all three backs that are coming in this next year. I'm a little bit higher on on. Jones and uh hold on, hold on. we're not seeing future grade there yet. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on. You said both, so I was yeah. I was diving in. You go. Let's, let's start with the present. So I'm much higher in present. I, I have it at okay. A minus. Um, okay. Because I think and I, I think that's fair. Like I don't get think, me wrong. Yeah, 95% of the country would kill to have Braylon and Chez as their one two. I think we have one of the the top running backs in the entire country. Chez is a really good number two. Uh he's not a star, like he's not a guy you want to rely on, but I think he's a really good number two. And I think the number three would figure itself out, to be honest. I agree with you. I don't love the depth there. But when you're starting with Braylon and Chad, yeah. I just think that's, All right. that's literally – I'll, I'll edit my grade to a B plus. Uh, don't edit it. I'm just, 
I just am so high on the top two primarily. I think yeah. Braylon's going to have a monster year, and I think he's a star. So I, yeah. I have an A-. minus. Um, but let's talk about that future grade where you're lower. I actually uh, mostly agree with you there. I have it as, as a, a – all right, I'm actually opposite as you here. I'm at a B- minus for the future grade. Um, it's mostly because you said you're a little higher in the future. Everybody coming in next year's class to me is, is great, but it's unproven. And there's nobody in this table right now that I can trust next year because Braylon's gone, Chez is gone. So that's where I'm actually agreeing with your point. I just think this year we're in a pretty good spot, but I'm more worried about the future because I don't know, but the, the 24 guys are great on paper, but you're going to be asking them to play as a freshman potentially. That's tough. See, I think running back is one of the few positions you can get away with it. There's some things that we're not going to love about it. From an actual talent standpoint, I really like all three guys that are coming in. I also think that Nate White, come next year, will have some good weight put on him. Hopefully he's up to 190, 195. It will still be a little light because I think he's going to be a guy that's going to take a few years to fully get where we want him to be. But I think a year in the scheme will give him some idea of what he's doing. And he gives you a guy that kind of has a concept of what you're looking for. Now. I just don't think that he's going to be a really add anything this year. I just don't know if he's going to have the weight on him to be anything more than maybe a gimmick play here and there this year. He just doesn't have the strength yet. And you look at that, you can see it is a wary guy right now. He's going to have to pack on some mass. Um, I really like the two running backs from their skill sets coming in. I'll be honest with them. And maybe I am a little higher on them than I should be, but Dylan Jones and And I think I like a Tuka too. I actually think look, I look at it this way. If you're talking two guys that I think can be six, six yards per carry plus, I think that's, that's Jones and Dupree. I think a Tuka is like a five and a half guy, which is still a good back. He's just not a guy that's as dynamic as the other two. He's not, he's not the guy that I feel like is going to carve up big runs as much, but he may churn out those 10 to 15 yarders because he's going to be a guy that's going to run through some tackles. Yeah. I like the, the differences in skill set coming in. Um, Me too. I, I do want to talk about the the three guys backing up those top two, because we both hit on this in different ways, right? You have Braylon, you have Chaz, and then you have three guys, you know, yeah. you know, yeah, Acker, uh, White and Cade, Yakimeli. Who's the number primary number three back this year? Who do, you, who do you feel best about? Because I think it's Cade, but I think you might disagree. I think Cade from a – I actually think it's Acker. See, I like Cade more as an athlete, but it, it hits I do on too. that we don't know. I do too. I just think Acker's actually spent time as a college running back or, or in the backfield in the college game where Cade, we have no idea. Like I re- You and I talked about him coming in as a recruit. I think we both felt that as a running back, he was probably his, his third best position. Oh, not me. And I was higher on running back. You really? were the receiver guy. Yeah. I, 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 I liked receiver and safety better than I liked him at running back, but I still thought he was he had a solid skill set for running back. But I mm. think any I don't look at him as a guy that I see where there, there's going to be a stud. Like he's a guy that's fine on most teams, but if you're Wisconsin, I think that you need to have somebody who's a difference maker at the running back position if what you're looking for is to be a team that wins the Big Ten. I think Kate is a guy that if he's at Minnesota, he's at Iowa, whatever, you know, he'd be, a, he'd be a good solid starter for a team. But I think here I question whether he's going to have the secondary things like pass blocking that he's going to be great at. And that kind of tells, you know, with me, it's like, if you're not transcendent as a runner, and I, I don't know if I see that in him, then those other areas are more glaring. Like if you're not a different difference maker as a pass blocker, but you know, just more of a receiver and a guy who's going to get the yardage that's there, but not necessarily pick up extra yardage. Then it's, 
I, I can't give you a, a super high ceiling as a running back. Acker has some power at least, which is something that I think actually translates. Maybe. I, I think the book is more open on Yakimelli than I think you do. I, I think he's a, he's, he is a really good athlete. It's like the high school yeah. testing numbers back that up. He's got good size. I don't think he's going to be in there to be pass blocking anyway. Right. I think this year it's going to be Malusi. Um, I'm so, I don't think that's going to be his role anyway, but I think as, as a third string running back this year, he's probably more than adequate. If he's a guy, I think, I think Acker is too, as a third string running back. Well, but, if we're looking at this based off of what we would probably want from a back, you're probably looking at the Corey Clement type role. You want a guy who can get you probably close to about 500 yards as that third back. If he's having a good season as a third back, that's roughly where in a Wisconsin offense you expect him to be, which is kind of what I'm looking for out of somebody. And I just don't know if we have a guy that I look at and I'm like, I think that guy can have a couple of games where he comes up in mop-up duty and just dominates. And that's, I think, where the difference is. Yeah, I don't think he's a Corey Clement either, to be fair. Like, um, that was back when we were a little more stacked at the depth chart. But I don't think the third running back in a Phil Longo offense is going to get you 500 yards this year. Maybe It'll be interesting to see. And you and I talked about this a little bit coming into this, about what we think the offense is going to be this year. And I think people will be shocked that a lot of people think that it's going to be heavy, run heavy. And I don't know if I see that because I think defenses are going to lean run until we prove that we can pass the ball effectively, and they haven't seen it from Wisconsin. Well, that's interesting because we're going to get into that next in our over-unders because I, I disagree with you a little bit there, although I see where you're coming from for sure. Uh, we're going to get into that next in our over-unders. Braylon Allen over under 1,400 yards. Ches Moosey over under, over under 800 yards. We're going to get into that next on Lockdown Badgers. But first, a quick break for our friends of the show over at LinkedIn. Uh, Every new potential hire these days, we've talked about it. We've talked about the coaching hires. Everything's a high-stakes wager. I mean, unless you're bringing in Luke Fickle, let's be honest. Uh, that's not that much of a wager. But everything else for a small business, you have to nail your hires, and that's why LinkedIn is here. You want to be 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's something I've used professionally to, to build my network. It's something our company uses exclusively. It is an incredible professional development tool. Uh, simple tools, screening questions help you get rid of the people that have no business interviewing for your job. Get the right people in. Don't waste your time. Don't waste their time. It is an incredible tool to quickly prioritize who you want to hire. And it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in developing quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash college. That's LinkedIn.com slash college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, let's keep this going. Um, Justin, I know I've talked to you about this before the show. The thunderstorm is rolling in here for me. I don't know if my camera can even pan. Let's see if I can. It is dark out there. Oof. So You're in a different state than me, it looks like. <laughs> hopefully we don't lose power, but we're going to keep rolling through it. Um, we're doing over-unders. We did this for quarterbacks. Over-under Braylon Allen, 1,400 yards. Um, we'll kind of go back and forth on this. I'll start this one off. I have him under 1,400. Um, I have him under 14 for a couple of reasons. I think, so it's funny. I think he's going to have a better year in terms of an efficiency standpoint. I think his yards per carry is definitely going to go up from last year. He was at 5.4 last year. I think he's going to be closer to six this year. I think he's going to look better, more explosive, fresher, more dynamic. I don't think he's going to get the carries to get to 1400 in this offense. And here's the nagging thing that he hasn't proven he can make it through a season fully healthy. And to get to 1,400 yards, you still are going to need 230, 240 carries, right? And he just hasn't proven he can do that. So I'm going under, but I think it's a good under in that he's going to be fresher and more explosive. So today when Fickle did his his uh, 
his press conference, he talked about Braylon Allen and what he thought he was going to see from him. And he said he thought that he would average 140. His goal was 140 on 18 carries, which seems a little a tad high until you kind of look at it on the, uh, the, the from the standpoint of what the two backs did in the big year at North Carolina when you have one guy that averaged eight yards a carry and one guy that was at 7.3. Now the yardage totals were below the 1,400. But if you put that 140 yards out to 12 games, that's going to put him at 1,400 yards. And I think we need to also consider he may get a Big Ten championship game in here plus a bowl game. So you potentially have 14 games. Well, we're going regular season, though. Okay, we're going regular season? I, 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 right. I didn't say at the beginning, but yeah, regular season, right. 1,400. So if he averages 120 yards a game, he in 12 games, that's 1,440. So that puts him at the over. Um, and I think that that's probably closer to what we would expect from him on 18 carries if this offense is what we think it is, which to me, I think I think that's a big part of what we have to take a look in this. I think there's a chance that his yards per carry really jump this year, and that's where I'm kind of stuck on him because it's like if the passing game is really good, the running lanes are going to open for him, and he's going to get a lot more chunk yardage that wasn't there in previous years. And let's be honest, Braylon, when he gets ahead of steam going, is a nightmare. He's a guy who easily could be an 1,800-yard back if the holes are there. Now, the question that we have is, is he going to see six-man boxes? And I honestly will say that I think he's going to hit the over on this. I don't think it's going to be by much. And I think it's going to be mostly driven by the fact that his yards per carry are up this year. But I also think it's going to be a lot more in the tail end of the season, as we were talking about where I think the passing offense is going to open things up for the running game as the season goes on. Yeah, I, I'm under, but again, I'm not under by much. I don't think we're far off on our yard totals here. Yeah. I, I would, I, I originally, when we were talking about this, I set the under, over under at 13, and I think I would have taken the over slightly there. You guys talked me into 1,400. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the 1,300s. But again, the other thing is it, like, and you hate to have to think about this, but most it's hard for running backs to stay healthy for a full year. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you're not putting up a bell cow season. That's just, that's just how it is. Well, that's why looking at Chez, I actually think he's going to hit the 800. Um, and I say that what, because – that one next. So Chez Malusi, okay. we have the – so you're over on Braylon at 14. I'm under at 14. Let's go to Chez at 800. Yeah. I actually think that he's going to get more carries than we expect because I do think they want to keep Braylon fairly fresh. So I think 800 is within range for him. I think mm-hmm. that he's going to probably get 200 carries maybe this year. Maybe 100, 180. That's a lot for Chez. Um, what what did he have last year? Do you have any idea? Uh, I had it up earlier. It wasn't that many. Um, okay, okay. that might be a little high, but he had some injury issues. He's been nicked year, up so. as well, and that's that's another one that's been nicked up. They both they honestly both need each other to stay fresh to some degree. Yes. Um, I'm actually under on Chez too. Now you weren't on the quarterback show I did with Rajiv, so I had Tanner Mordecai on the over for our yards. So I think he's mm-hmm. going to throw for more yards than people think, which is why I partially think both of our running back numbers are going to be a little lower than people think. My, my issue with Chez is I just don't – I don't know if he's good enough to justify giving him 200 carries. Mm-hmm. He's a career 4.8 yard per carry guy. Um, I just – I would <laughs> rather have those touches go to Braylon or to Tanner throwing it. Yeah. Now, he's going to get – like, he's going to get a bulk for sure. Yeah, but I, I think I, one I think thing we might – We could spend the offense in a way. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it might be – we may be missing not seeing the forest through the trees here a little bit in that we – some some of the way these guys are used might change significantly. And we may see 
yardage totals for rushing go down, but receiving yards like Chez could end up being a guy who has 600 yards rushing, but has 350 yards receiving or something goofy like that, because he is, I think he's a decent, reasonable pass catch threat. And I think Longo likes to use his running backs in the pass game. He does some, some slick things with the running backs out of the backfield. And I think that that's something we may very well see. And it's something as a, as a check down that I think Wisconsin is going to be a lot. We'll see a lot more than what we saw under Paul Christ is using running backs as that release valve when other things are covered up. Yeah. Um, so I think that, that the, those totals are probably going to be the ones that are going to be more telling. Like if we saw what they, we actually see for guys for all purpose yards, because I think that that's what, what may really tell the true story for us. I think it's a good point. I think Chez is going to get a big bump in receiving yards, um, yeah. which brings us into our next over under uh, Braylon Allen. I think we have 18 catches. Yeah. Where's I think it'll be over that. I think oh. he's over that. I think he's closer to 25. I don't think it's going to be a significant I – mean, if it's low 20s, it wouldn't shock me. But I think he'll get a couple catches a game just because that's – Longo uses his running backs more. Yeah, I'm going to go over too. I, I think it's right about 20. I don't think it's yeah. much over 18. Um, I think he's going to get a couple. Originally, I was going to go under on this, and I thought about it more. I just – I think partially this coaching staff is going to want to, not at the expense of their game plan or at the expense of um, – winning a game, but they're going to want to show the NFL that Braylon Allen can catch the ball. Cause I think Braylon can. Yeah. He's yeah, got good hands. They're going to give him that opportunity. So I'm going to go over, but not by a bunch. So we have, you're over on Braylon over on Chez. I'm under on both uh, your total yardage, but we're both yeah. over on Braylon Allen receptions. Uh, we're going to come back. We have some superlatives uh, running back recruit that has broken our heart. Uh, most underrated running back. We can remember most interesting storyline, a bunch more coming up on our running back preview. Uh, but first a quick break. For our friends of the show, a quick second to say thank you to everybody tuning in. I uh, really do appreciate everybody tuning in. Let us know in the comments where you are at for uh, the over-unders, for your running back positional grades. Uh, let's get Justin back in here, finish this show before I lose power. If you notice I'm picking up the cadence just a tick, it's because I, I've already seen it flicker a couple times. But I do want to get these superlatives in there. Justin, um, we talked about this quarterback. What's your most interesting storyline for running backs this year? Um... I think it legitimately is, is what, what type of season do we see from Braylon Allen? Like, is he capable of being, is, is it possible he goes nuts and just has like an 1800 yard season where we're like, wow, you know, the passing game really opened things up for this offense. And now he's just, you know, it's like Ohio state when they had Ezekiel Elliott running wild on teams. We remember the that. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great one. I think that's my that's my one too. I just can't wait to see Braylon Allen run in a modern mm -hmm. offense. Yeah, um, no kidding. But I'm very here's a, here's another one though. I'm really interested in, and I I want to see who the third running back is. I want to see what they look like. If it's if it's Acker, I want to see what he looks like. I want to if it's Yakimeli, I want to see what he looks like. Does Nate White get a few reps? I'm sure he does. I want to see what he looks like. I think that's an interesting one as well because we just on all three of them really don't know. I agree with that. Yeah, I think I think we have a lot to see this year, and maybe Cade will will prove me wrong. I, I certainly believe in him as an athlete. I just need to see it at running back, and we've seen way too many guys that get shoved into that position where you you have high hopes for them athletically, and you're like, he just doesn't see the game quite the right way to be as effective at this position as you'd like him to be. And it's well, a special skill for running backs. It is, and to be fair, like he was recruited as an athlete. Like there, yeah. he wasn't a guy that a lot of big 10 programs were coming in and saying, Hey, we want you to be our running back. You know, yeah. it's somebody that you have to project on. Mm -hmm. um, let's go here. Cause we're kind of talking about recruiting, talking about running backs, maybe not being able to do it. What's a running back recruit 
that has broken your heart? I, I have two of them. Uh, oh, for whatever reason, his name is escaping. Who's the other one from Kenosha Bradford that was there when Melvin Gordon was there? Oh, Vontae. Vontae. Vontae, I had huge hopes for. I watched his film. I remember watching it right after we got Gordon and being like, wow, Gordon's film is great. And then watching Vontae's and being like, he is more elusive than Gordon is. Like, he is just a guy that was an absolute freak show. He averaged like 11 yards of carry at Bradford. Mm. And he was an absolute stud. And then the knee injuries started happening, and it just went out the window. Uh, one more for you. Lance Smith. Oh, I had such high fun. hopes for him coming in, and that guy just melted down when he got to Wisconsin. That's a great name. He's, he was so elusive, too. So elusive, so much speed, and just never did anything. Like he was a freshman year. I think he had like 300 yards or something like that for us. And then it was just never saw him again. Yeah. He had the weird off the field thing where he yep. was suspended for every road game, right? It was <laughs> a really weird suspension where he could play in like home games, but then he'd be suspended. Um, that's a great one. Jackson's a great one too. He would have been on my list. I, I didn't do it just because it was injury related. Right. Mm-hmm. So he didn't break my heart, but obviously it sucked. Yeah. I went Jordan Stevenson, just going to the Gary <laughs> Anderson era. Like, Four star from Texas. He just so explosive. Um, and then he just, you know, never. The best part about this underlying story, and I'm not sure, unless you're the hardcore recruiting fans like you and I are, the funniest part of the whole recruitment with him, he got a Wisconsin tattoo on his leg after he committed and, and was accepted at was or was hoping to be accepted at Wisconsin. Then he did not get through admissions mm-hmm. and then went to Nebraska and had to go there with, with a motion W on his leg. So mm-hmm. that's just amazing. And then didn't pass <laughs> Nebraska, right? Yeah, he no kidding. Flamed out there. Yep. Went to uh, some division two or Juco school, and then I stopped paying attention Never, after that. Yeah. But his film was great, man. Four-star, all-purpose running back. So he mm-hmm. was mine. Give me a running back um, that, that you don't think gets appreciated enough, a former Badgers running back. Um, oh man, that's, that's a good question. I got one. If you want to think on it for a sec. Yeah, go ahead. For, for me, it's Dare. I, I always feel like people gloss over Dario Ogbawale, who was a former walk-on, came in as a defensive back, guy who carved out a bit of an NFL career, really good at the backfield, really good at open field. Um, I love Dare. I don't think he gets quite the credit because of who, who has been at Wisconsin during kind of this 15 year time span. But I think he always gets underrated at a bigger at a school with a less less of a running back pedigree. I think he'd be remembered more fondly. I th- I think one of them that probably hits for us if it wasn't for the injuries is probably Anthony Davis. Mm. He was a guy that that came on like gangbusters as a freshman and then just had injury issues throughout the rest of his career. But some of his early film was incredible. When he was before he had the injuries, he had a ton of speed. He was super small and hard, elusive, like. He's the type of guy like then when we look at Dupree, you know, coming in, that type of elusiveness. That's the same type of guy that 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 uh Davis was. And we just we don't get those guys here, which is why I'm so high on Dupree. Is he, we don't really get the guys who are heavy on elusiveness. The other one was um Calhoun, like another one of those guys that's very elusive in the open field, and you'd put Wisconsin's had such a good track record with him. It's almost shocking that we don't get more guys like that, but we tend to get the bigger, more, you know, like bell cow type guys in this offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And both those guys a little undersized, but really tough as well. Mm-hmm. Like a big workload. 
Uh, I'll always remember Calhoun in that Michigan game. I think I tracked it. He had 43 touches in that game when you count receptions and catches. I, don't quote me on that, but it's something like that. It wouldn't it's shock absurd, me. It was an absurd number. Um, all right, Justin, any, any final thoughts on running back? Something that you think we didn't hit on? Something else you're excited about this year or, or anything, really? You know what? Just going into the future, I really think that this staff, from a recruiting standpoint, has has it what it takes looking forward. And I think that we can get used to going forward. It may not always be a four-star, but it's going to be somebody that you watch the film and you go, this guy's a dude at running back. Like we're going to see guys, we're going to see guys with a little more, uh, who are a little more nimble, a little bit more smaller and quicker guys than what we've had in the past. I think the staff tends to like that skill set a little bit more. And I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do in an offense with a bunch of athletes out on the field. Less less running into a brick wall and hoping that we just, you know, shift that three yards or whatever by pushing on the line. So I'm I'm really looking forward to the running backs going forward and what they can do to other teams in space. In a modern offense. Yeah, right? okay. It's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be wild. I'm I'm excited really just to see Braylon. I mean, I just can't wait to see Braylon Allen unleashed. For all the talk I have mm-hmm. about Yakamelli and wanting to see Nate White and it's this season's really the year of Braylon Allen for me. Yeah. And I you know, he's chomping at the bit. He's trying to put that NFL film you know, up there. He wants to go after this year, which he should. Um, I just can't wait. I think he's going to have a monster season, man. Just to throw in on that, I mean, looking at it, Nate White, Like, if you like Dupree, Nate White is basically a rawer version of Dupree. Like mm-hmm. He's a guy who needs a little more physical development, but they are very similar in that they have good balance. He needs to muscle up a little bit so that he's on the same level in terms of physical development, but great vision, super elusive. Great speed. He might even be a, a tick quicker than than uh, Dupree, mm-hmm. but they are very similar backs in what they potentially provide. And I think that that that's why I hope you know. Hopefully, he hits the ground running in the strength and conditioning program because he is a guy that really has a, a lot of upside to him if it comes together physically. Right, and somebody like you said, you can carve out a role at a running back pretty quickly. Like the yeah. staff can find a niche for you, right? Um, and Nate White could be a bit of a coming out of the backfield, running just like a little yeah. swing, arrow Get sweeps, throwing them, throwing them out in the slot or something like that, where you dr- take them out of the backfield. You know, there's there's some things you can do with him. All right, everybody. Uh, really do appreciate it. On Wisconsin, bunch more content coming up. Let's go, and we'll talk tomorrow.